What's going on, everyone? I'm Mackenzie Ingram. This is Everything In Between. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the best and worst dating advice you've received. So I figured it's episode 10, last episode of season two. Why not make it fun? I did this with um, last season. I did just like a Q&A. And since I've already done a Q&A in this one, I figured let's talk about dating advice. I thought about like doing red flags, green flags, just trying to figure out a way to end this series. And I figured why not let you guys join and put your input in what you've received as well. So I went onto my Instagram asked you guys to tell me the best and worst dating advice you have all received. And I just want to go through them. Um, I got a couple bad and good. And then I, I also have some and I found some like verses, not verses, but like quotes that I think are just really good, really good. So I'm just going to share it all. So let's start off with the bad. I think we've all been in situations where we've received advice from people with no relationship experience, people that you know are hurt or damaged, or people that just don't really know like what's going on. And they can give you some really sideways advice. I have been there and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that, but thank you anyways. So people that we will be connected to forever that we were never even meant to talk to more than like a couple months, even a couple weeks or even just a couple days. So I think just going for it is not smart because you want to make sure that what you are going for is from God and that God wants that for you. Because as I know myself, and a lot of people can probably testify to this, that what we want for ourselves usually isn't good. But what God wants for us is always good. So definitely don't always just go for it. I think once you pray and you get confirmation or you have a peace about it or you feel like it's okay, then go for it. But I wouldn't just go for something, no matter what it is, um, without at least first talking to God about it. So I'm going to read one, but then there's another one that like compliments it that I think is really good. Um, someone said, don't, the the worst advice they got was, in quotations, don't go to bed angry. And she said, LOL, you're definitely going to go to bed angry sometimes. And then someone else wrote me in and she said that she asked a lady um, that was, had been married for 58 years, what was the secret? What kept them married for so long? And the lady responded with go to sleep first and then talk about your issues in the morning. And for me, that's like impossible for me to do, especially when I'm in a relationship. I feel like I have to talk about it. Well, maybe not so much anymore, but definitely in the past, like I wanted to get it all figured out. Like before we went to sleep, I just wanted everything to be okay. And I know it says in the Bible to not go to bed angry. And I think you don't have to go to bed angry to not discuss something. Like if that makes sense, like just because you didn't get to the end of that discussion doesn't mean you have to go to bed angry. Um, but I do think we are human and marriage is not perfect. Relationships are not always fun and happy go lucky. And there will be moments and times and seasons or situations that cause you guys to go to bed with some type of tension. And I think there is a time and a place where you do separate and you calm down and you, you know, get that rage out of your heart. But I don't think like you have to be, oh, I love you so much. Like, good night, baby. Like, I think there's a balance to it. Um, you know, in the Bible, like I said, it says to not go to bed angry. And I feel like that is within yourself. Like if there is tension or, 
you know, you and your couple are fighting or there's an issue going on, it doesn't all have to be addressed like right then and there. And if you go to bed still in a disagreement or, you know, it's not solved, like it's okay. I think you definitely have to find the balance of showing love to one another because you never know who is or isn't going to wake up the next morning and making sure like within yourself, you're not full of anger and rage. But I think it's okay to go to sleep first before you get back up and try to attack those issues because sometimes you need to cool off. Sometimes you need space and and time to get your thoughts together and make sure your attitude or your tone isn't nasty as it would be if you're addressing it right then and there. So I thought that was really good because I think a lot of people do have that unrealistic view of like, oh, you should never go to bed angry. And it's like, there are nights where you might. There are nights where there might be tension. There might be a disagreement that isn't settled. And I believe that's okay. Just as long as in your heart, you're not like, I hate you, you know, having this like ill will or bad intentions towards them. I think, you know, you have to definitely look yourself in the mirror and correct the anger within yourself. The next one I got is marriage is like a prison. Mm, That is, I guess I can see why that's bad dating advice. Um, That makes me a little nervous. Not really, because I think that goes back to not just going for it. You know, I feel like if you're with who God wants you to be with and you know that that is your kingdom spouse, that is your person. I don't believe then it's going to be like a prison. I think when you are with the wrong people and and people that you were never meant to be with in in the beginning, then that's when you can get into situations where like you realize later down the line, like I'm not really happy or this is miserable or maybe this isn't my person. And so it just goes back to always consulting God, always praying, always asking for confirmation, speaking to wise counsel, um, so that your marriage is not like a prison. Because I know for me, I want a good marriage, a happy marriage. I'm no, I don't want one. I'm going to have one. Um, and just make sure you pray first. Like with everything in life, just pray first. Um, if you love them, they will change. Mm, that one confused me for a second, but I realized that's the worst dating advice. We're snapping it up for that one because. When someone shows you who they are, especially if they show you two times, three times, I know, I think we we give a little bit more chances and should, I'm guilty of it, believe them. No matter how much you can love them, no matter how much you have to offer them, no matter how good you are, some people will never change. They will never see themselves for what they are, so they will make no change, no effort to be anything different. And I think we, especially as women, we get into this mindset of if I just love him through this season, like he'll treat me different. If I just stick around and take him back, like he's going to be different. Don't do it to yourself. I know it's hard and I've been stuck in that hopeful mindset of like, okay, this time is going to be different. Or if I can just show him how much I can love him or how much I can agree with something that doesn't make me happy or accommodate to this or do this for him and show him that then he'll he'll change for me and it's never worked it's never happened and it's a hard pill to swallow especially when you do love someone so much but no matter how how no matter how much you love them they will it will not make them change what makes them change is themselves when they want to change when they want to become better not you and not your love for them I think there are people in our lives that can make us better and can call us out or just, you know, help keep us accountable. But if there's a pattern, 
especially if there's a pattern of them just continuously doing the same thing or they're showing their true colors or you see their tendencies are, that's just genuinely how they are and that's not okay with you. It doesn't align with what you want or your morals or just even being like the person you want to date. If they're not showing you that, then believe them for what they are. That is the worst thing we can do to ourselves is stick in an environment and try to give someone everything we can with hopes that they will change because a lot of the times we won't, they won't, I'm sorry. And this actually goes to another, we're going to move to good advice now. And this goes to a quote that I found, or it was actually a tweet. Um, It says, I would rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accommodate your disrespect. And I was like, we're clapping it up for these. And we're snapping it up, not clapping. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so good. Because when you get into too many situations like I have where I've stuck around longer or I've tried to do everything I could to love someone so that they could change for me, I then allow disrespect to happen over and over and over again. And it is something that I kick myself in the butt for, but I also have to give myself grace for I was doing what I was doing at that point in time because that's one, all I really knew to do. And I loved them so much that I was willing to do or accept anything for them. And now that I'm out of it, I'm like, why did I ever do that? So I'm going to read that again because I believe someone needs to hear that. I would rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accommodate to accommodate your disrespect. Can we just end it right there? No, I'm just kidding. But I think that is so good. I think it's so important that if someone is constantly disrespecting you or like I said, showing themselves, showing their true colors, believe them and respect yourself enough to go through the hurt of their absence of them leaving than to accept the hurt that they're causing you every single day. There's a song that's like, when my days are gone without you, while I'm hurting, while I'm with you, and my heart can't take no more, I can keep running back to you. I don't know if those are all the words and I cannot sing, but it's like, stop running back to the same thing that is hurting you. And it might take you a couple of times. Trust me, like I said, I've been there. But respect yourself enough where you can get to a point and be like, okay, I'm not dealing with this anymore because you deserve so much better. Whether you are a man or a woman, you deserve better if you are constantly being hurt and disrespected. Here's another thing that goes exactly to that. This is another tweet. When someone's actions show you they do not care, stop going back to double check to see if they are serious. So good. Like, I don't know who's tweeting this, but it's so good. Stop going back. Stop running back. Stop double checking. Especially if you've triple or quadruple checked at this point, believe them for what they are. Feel that hurt, that pain through that separation and move forward. Keep moving forward. It is going to get better. And you are going to look back at this time and be like, one, why did I ever stick around for that? And two, there's going to be something else that's coming that is going to be 10 times better. I can promise you. I love this. It says, date someone who doesn't think you're complaining when you're trying to teach them your love language, which also goes to, that was a tweet, but that also goes to another girl. She wrote her best dating advice is learn your significant other's love language and make sure you speak their love language. For me, I think we have our own love language. Our partner has their love language, but I also think there's a love language that we like to show. So my love language is words of affirmation and quality time and say like I dated someone who theirs was 
words of affirmation and physical touch, right? This is hypothetically, but I love to show acts of service and gifts. So if I'm loving them with not even my own love language, but the love languages that I like to show, I'm not loving them how they need to be loved. They need physical touch. They need words of affirmation. And so make sure you're not loving someone out of your own love language or the love language that you like to love people with, if that makes sense. I think that's so important. And being with someone that understands, hey, I do need a little bit more quality time. I do need a little bit of more words of affirmation or physical touch or gift giving or or acts of service. I think those are the five of them. Um, and that they don't think you're complaining about it because if you aren't being loved the way you need to be loved, you're not gonna be happy. And I think that's so important for your person to know your love language and you to know theirs. A relationship without God at the center is doomed. Absolutely, I fully believe that. I think, you know, if you are just leaning on each other and you find your identity in one another or just the highs of your relationship, when things crash and either they're not present or you're not, it's going to be a mess. And so when you can have something someone who will never fail you, who is strong enough to carry every burden, who is a healer of all healers, the Prince of Peace, when he is the center of one, y'all's individual lives, and then he is the center of your relationship or your marriage, no matter what happens individually or a couple, you have someone strong enough to both lean on. And I think that's just so important to always keep in mind that keep God at the center, keep him at the center of your lives, which would keep him at the center of your relationships. Here's another one. This is going to be the last one that I read and I'm going to share a couple of mine. Sometimes asking questions is disrespectful to your own intuition. You know what's going on. Now act accordingly. SZA tweeted that. Um, And I think that's so true. I've talked about it before. If your gut is off, if you don't have peace, if your intuition, which is the Holy Spirit telling you something, you asking questions and like trying to dissect is like a slap in your face. You know. There are so many situations that I have found out years later that's like, I already knew that happened without you confirming it. And I wish, I wish I listened to my Holy Spirit because that would have saved me so much more hurt. But we live and we learn. So, but I want to say like, again, I cannot stress this enough, especially just going through things I've recently been going through. Trust your gut. It's not lying to you. If you feel like something is off, something is off. And yeah, I do think, you should ask advice. Another piece of advice that I was going to give like from my own advice is don't assume, just ask. But also if things aren't adding up and it's not making sense. And like I said, your spirit is jumping, trust yourself, trust yourself. Like I cannot stress that enough. Um, but yeah, so those were all the ones that I got that I found. I want to share a couple more of mine real quick. Again, like I said, don't assume, just ask. I think assumption is the worst thing that you can do in a relationship. Communicate ask your questions, be open, be honest, be transparent. There's nothing that I like. That is the number one thing I ask in relationships is just be transparent with me, no matter what it is. Um, if you don't want it done to you, don't do it to them. That one is pretty basic. It's always out there, but I think it's so important. If you, if something in you is like, "Mm, I don't know if I should do this or like, I think this would rub my partner the wrong way. Just don't do it. Like it's, it's really not that hard. Just don't do it. Um, I think if we can get our, get out of a selfish mindset, we could save a lot of people hurt. And for me, I know I've heard a lot of people doing that. And a lot of people have hurt me by not thinking of me or me not thinking of them. So if it's off, if you don't think it's going to be okay, don't do it. 
I don't know if this is like considered best advice, but just advice. If they cheat with you, they will cheat on you. Okay. Just going to, it's going to put that out there. I've been in relationships where I've cheated and I then have been cheated on. So, um, just understand like a lot of times you're not this invincible person that's going to make them change, especially if they've cheated and cheated and cheated. So just know they cheat with you. They could possibly cheat on you. Um, my other, my worst dating advice was going to be the just move on kind of like in order to get over someone you have to get under, but just moving on is not helping it. Another bad piece of advice is just don't think about it. If you don't think about it, if you just move on, you're not ever going to get to the root of that issue and you're never going to get healed. You're never going to recover from it. You're never going to lose that baggage. And it's just going to go with you from relationship to relationship to relationship. So make sure you are healed. That's my final advice heal first. I cannot tell you how this journey through my dating life, just these past six months, honestly, God has been able to truly heal me and things that I'm finding out now or things that are happening or whatever. I have such a peace about it because I'm healed where before I would have been down for the count. Like I would have been out, but I trusted Jesus with my heart. I let him in. I let him cleanse me. I let him purify me. There's a verse that says, create in me a pure heart meaning like clean me from anything that is not of you. And um, I think that's very important to do. So heal first, pray about it. Don't get under someone to get over someone. Understand that it's okay if you go to bed without the final discussion being answered. Be truthful, be honest, trust your gut, trust yourself, know who you are, knows, know whose you are. Trust if God removed someone out of your life, Make sure that you are dateable. Make sure that the person you are interested in is dateable. Keep God first. Make sure you are healed and not just trying not to think about it. And I think those are all the topics I talked about throughout this series. Yeah. That is it for season two, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I cannot stress how just thankful I am for all your support, all your love, pouring in for questions, listening every week, sending me nice messages. It's honestly such a blessing and I'm excited for season three. I am going on a fast from social media for the rest of the month, so I will not be on here or on my personal, but I will be coming back with season three. Um, Also, I wanted to say in the beginning, I did not do a topic on marriage because I'm not married. So I could not give you like good advice on it. But in season three or in the seasons in the upcoming seasons, I'm going to start bringing guest speakers on and marriage will be a topic. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for season three. It's going to come out in February and I'm just so excited. I love you guys so much. Um, Yeah. And we will talk or listen or look at, I'm not sure. I never know really what to say at the end. Like I won't see you later because I'm not seeing you. I'll talk to you later, I guess. But let's end. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much. Thank you for just allowing these people to pour in their best advice and their worst advice, God. I just pray that before anything, Lord, that they seek you. I think that saves a lot of time, a lot of heartbreak. Allow them to seek you. You give them wisdom. You give them discernment. You give them confirmation, God. If there's anyone that is hurting, whether things that are happening in their past or there's a reason why you remove someone that they quite don't understand yet, They've been abused, lied to, cheated on, whatever the whatever the reason is, Lord, I just ask that you heal their heart, that they open their heart to you for 
healing. Lord, I ask that you help those that are walking in purity and that they keep that, that people that want to date, that are dateable themselves and also find someone else that's dateable, that they know who they are in you because they know who you are and you are a good God. You are an awesome God. You are a faithful God. And I just thank you for this platform, for my testimony, and just for the people that listen weekly and pour in to me as well. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We trust you and we praise you. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Bye guys.